This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times, where we break down actionable financial tips. I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Chris Lim. This episode is aimed at how parents can get children to appreciate the value of money and how not to take it for granted in an affluent society. Hi, Chris. Hey, hi, Ernest. So, we're talking actionable financial tips for young parents and children aged between 12 and 16. It's, or n- it's never too early, though. I mean, yeah. we can focus on 12 and 16, but yeah. honestly, the earlier, the better speaking person. So, younger is possible? From the very start, okay. really, I would say. And you have children. How old are they now? One's turning six soon, the other one's eight. So, K2 and primary two. Right. And you've already started the youngest one. Absolutely. You have to. Yeah. You have to. And how do you do it? Sometimes I see parents with young children, even at charity events. You know, the children just say, hey, daddy, daddy, just give me some money. And then they just pass it to them. And just I'm not sure whether that's the right way to go about it. Or what about even in everyday activities, how do you inculcate that habit? Fundamentally, I'd yeah. say give your kids an allowance. Again, it, it sounds very obvious. Okay. But how do you give your kids an allowance when they're too young to handle money, let's yeah. say? Uh, you can give them stars or tokens that they can accumulate to work towards stuff. And the star system, I mean, you might already be thinking of using one to promote good behavior. Mm. It can also be a kind of token to exchange something that costs money if they don't have an allowance yet. Right. Of course, once they start primary school, you'll probably be giving them an allowance. Okay. It can be hard currency that they are accumulating. <laughs> okay. But even before that, it can be tokens. You can give them tokens, say, okay, this toy costs $10. If you accumulate 10 10 tokens, whether it's for doing your chores and, or whatever it is. It can be a relatively low bar, but they accumulate these tokens by doing things and then they save up these tokens and then they get what they're working towards. And you find it works for you? Yeah, uh, it's worked quite well, but I would urge parents to move towards an allowance with money as soon as possible because there's no substitute for mm. high cash because there's a direct correlation between what you are <laughs> saving up and the actual price tag on the item they're aspiring towards. In a recent series of reports, the Straits Times wrote on encouraging good finance and appreciation habits among children. It seems like an allowance, yes, that's a given. There's also bonuses, you know, during birthdays, Mm -hmm. um, festivals and all that. But there are tools out there as well, uh, Mm -hmm. banking tools that parents can use. Also, I mean, banks have wrote a whole bunch of stuff. There's I mean, POSB Smart Buddy you know, introduces kids to digital payments. We've got the OCBC Mighty Savers program, interest of up to 0.8% per year. But more than the interest, it's to inculcate the practice of saving, you know, regularly. Yeah. I mean, of course, it helps to incentivize it. You know, when you first sign up, if you save a certain minimum sum, you get a pencil box or mm. bag. You reward the milestones that some of these schemes reward you for reaching to incentivize regular savings. Yeah. And it's about habits. More than the details, yes, I mean, it's good to have money that earns some interest, but it's more of inculcating a lifelong habit of putting aside money and, crucially, not spending money you do not yet have. Because that's the trap. That's the debt trap. Yeah. And if you don't cultivate the habit of only spending within your means, it's really hard to force yourself to cultivate that later when all of a sudden you're earning a paycheck and I earn $1,000, I can spend $1,000. Or immediately you're in trouble. Or worse yeah. still, I earn $1,000, I can spend 1005 because I have a credit card. Yeah, and especially, I mean, even with teenagers, for example, mm-hmm. they will be surrounded by their peers with the ease of online payments and all that. That's going to be tough, right? I mean, you're mm-hmm. going to have to face that well, in a couple of years. <laughs> I'm bracing myself, <laughs> which is why I'm trying to start early. Okay. But yeah, things can't come too easily. 
I mean, some parents might still say it's it's too easy to have kids save up tokens, non-monetary tokens, to yeah. get something. But at least that starts to be the understanding of delayed gratification, and really that's something I want to emphasize. Delayed gratification is the foundation of saving up for stuff. Meaning, okay. meaning I want something. I'm not always able to buy it right now. I have to save up for it. So even if it's stuff that comes easy and that they didn't have to save up hard cash. Building up the acceptance of delayed mm, gratification. Mm. Actually, that's foundation. Yeah, delayed gratification. So nope. you actually try and get that habit inculcated in your children as early as six years old, so that they have to work towards that. Even if you already have it, you can give it to them. Tell them to wait for a special occasion. Yeah, wait for the birthday. Wait for if you celebrate Christmas, there's Christmas or other festive occasions. If you are Chinese and there's ang pao money. Ang pao money is not money in their pocket, <laughs> you know. To quote a misquote, Will Smith, you know, say, "No, you're not rich. Your daddy's rich. You're broke." <laughs> okay, yeah, the, they have ang pao money. Ang pao money is not things they can spend. Ang pao money goes directly into savings. Okay, and it's up to you as a parent. But then you can say you can spend a portion of that on something you want, but not immediately. You might be able to buy yourself something at a special occasion. Now, if you like these tips so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like and rate us. Back to my conversation with Chris on actionable financial tips for young parents and children, especially between the ages of ten and sixteen, or even younger, as we have spoken. So, Chris, ST also did an interview recently, which we'll post the link to in this、uh, podcast text. With the Quack family, their daughter Sarah, she learned about saving and investing as early as four. That's younger than your kid. Yep. But the way the dad did it was by collecting and trading stickers of a favorite Disney princess bandaid. See, that's exactly what I'm talking same about. Same thing, right? Yeah. That's the concept of tokenization, tokenization and key delayed gratification. That's the foundation. Delayed gratification.、Mm. I must wait. I want it now, now, now. So not the instant stuff. I want it now, which is actually a Willy Wonka song, right? Is the foundation of spoiled bratness and lack of financial discipline. No, whatever you want, you have to wait for it. You, do your kids complain a lot, especially when you made them first try to get used to this kind of mindset? In the beginning, it will be、yeah. difficult. What about your peers, your friends who are dads and parents and all that? Do they adopt the same practices or well, not? Diff- different strokes for different folks. Yeah, some are more strict, some are not. But most of my peers have a variation of this because you have to. All the more, even if you are extremely well-to-do with a lot of disposable income, you worry about your kids frittering away. You still want to impose some discipline.、Mm. For many of us, myself included, simply resources are limited as well. Even if you wanted to give it to them now, you can't give it to them now. So,、uh, by necessity, you have to wait, and you have to make them wait. And if it makes it any easier to bear, it's actually good to make them wait anyway, even if you're actually forced to buy financial constraints. Yes, and I can tell from my own dealings with you, Chris. You are also practicing delayed gratification, even as a working adult. Absolutely, <laughs> you know we have to plan for retirement and practice those good habits. You no, know, we have to model the habits that we want to inculcate in our kids. I guess that's、yeah. another point I want、so、to say. So they will look up to you and follow. You know, kids very often remember stuff that you are doing when you think they're not looking. There've been many studies, and they ask kids, "When did you see your parents do this? Why did you do this? Oh, you learned from your parents, but your parents never remember doing this." 
No, it was when you think they weren't looking. When you were polite to the wait staff at the restaurant, yeah. you thought your kids weren't looking. They were looking. It's not when you're making a big speech. That's when they tune you out. When you're lecturing, they tune you out. But they right. see what you're doing. If you are splurging, if you are not disciplined, if you say, I want it now, you obviously don't save up for stuff. If you obviously spend beyond your means, your kids will model the behavior upon yours because you're the first role models in their lives and dads and mums yeah. you are both the role models for your kids financial behaviour so your kids are 6 and 8 what do you think about the concept of like keeping cash in a box or these days as you know it's easy to set a savings account and then you automate transfers into that account which then your children might not be able to touch for a while and you have to tell them what do you see yourself and your wife doing in the coming years I, especially when they hit about 10 or 12 Well, we're doing a combination and I think for many people that might be a good idea. Meaning, when kids are born, you probably start a savings account for them. Yeah. At the same time you do your CDA account if you're local. But the problem with that is it's not visible to the kid. So, you start mm. saving money for them, but it's very abstract for them, which yeah. is why it's helpful to have a piggy bank. So, I have a piggy bank as well. Okay. But is a piggy bank enough? Probably not. And my goodness, you don't want something bursting with cash. If it's enough, you're in trouble. You're in trouble or you've got a zillion piggy banks around the house. So the piggy bank is useful as a visual reminder of this habit, how much they've put aside. Okay. But it needn't be the entirety. Same thing, we may want to purchase financial products for your kids. Mm. But that's very conceptual, very abstract. Yeah, so if they're old enough to understand what it is, fine. But if they're not, you might want to tell them about it and relate it to the stuff in the house, which is the, the piggy bank or the tokens of the younger. Yeah. In fact, the Quack family in the SD report, they actually discussed with their 12-year-old daughter about investing in gold. That's precisely why I bring yeah. this up. Yeah. So you have yeah. to talk about it. You cannot just invest and say, this is for them, but they don't know that you're doing this. And if they don't know you're doing this, that doesn't help cultivate the idea of habitual, regular savings, one, and delayed gratification, two, meaning, girl, this boy, this is for your education, could be, that's one common goalpost for your university education. This is for when you grow up, this is for when you get married, this is for your kids, but you're doing it now. That's delayed gratification and looking ahead. You have to talk to them about that. Otherwise, the most valuable lessons don't get passed on. They may yeah. get the sum of money, but not the behavior and the lifestyle that might be even more important than the lump sum. So very important to round it off. Communication is key, as you said. Start an allowance as early as possible, even if it's tokenized. Yeah. Delayed gratification is actually the bottom line. That's step number two. Delayed gratification is what you're aiming for. Number three, transition to real money as early as you can. Yep. And I guess a step forward would be if you're helping your kids invest or investing on their behalf in something that's more abstract, it could be gold, financial instruments, involve them in it and perhaps relate it to something physical in front of them. See this $10 note you're putting into your piggy bank? This represents the gold I buy for you every month, a bit, mm. you know, or this ETF, whatever it is. Yes. Related to the behavior of habitual savings and delayed gratification and long-term goals, not short-term gratification. All right. Thanks, Chris, for your personal tips. Happy to share. Okay, that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips. Please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like and rate us. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com 
and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.